Hey there, this is B. Wendy Jackson. I wanted to quickly interrupt you before you listen to the next episode. Listen, thank you for your support with the podcast. Uh, those of you who've been following me since January 2020, I really appreciate you. I want to hear from you. You can send me a message at info at AAOP as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in Snake dot net. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you have not rated and reviewed the podcast, would you do that for me, please? It also allows people to find the, the podcast. Um, this is growing. The podcast is growing and I'm so excited. I've had to update my little commercial because my name has changed and my website has change in terms of where you receive the books. So if you have not purchased your books, uh, I got the opportunity and the gift to, to write two books. One of the first one is empowerment for you, encouragement for your emotional and spiritual wellness. Listen, I love this book. Um, it is definitely a book that invites you to experience hope, help, and healing. And every page, every chapter is really filled with um, insight, information, and inspiration to be able to help empower you, to be able to help you walk in freedom. I include specific practical tips to help you take charge and take possession of your thoughts and really, really um, just control your 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 behaviors or, uh, or impact your behaviors and impact some changes in your life, cause some changes in your life. And then the second book is Empower to Empower Your Reflection Workbook. Love this book as well because it's based on specific podcast episodes where you listen to some episodes and you are able to dive deep into some reflection. I give you some prompts so that you don't have to wonder or think about where, how do I start to reflect? What do I even write? The prompts are already provided for you. Isn't that awesome? So there are also blank pages for you to journal um, or whatever you want to do, right? And so I just invite you, you can go on Amazon and just look for Be Wendy. So I don't want to cause any confusion. My my maiden name is Bob. So people have known me for as Be Wendy Bob for so long. And then July, 2022, I was blessed to get married, to be married. And so now I'm Be Wendy Jackson. Uh, so Amazon, you could just search for the books, Be Wendy uh, Bob, and you will find those two books come up. If you have any questions, you could email me. Uh, you can also find the resources on my website, aaopcs.net. That's AAO, P as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in snake.net. Listen, I look forward to hearing from you. May the podcast, may the books continue to add value to your lives. Um, I just, I just, I'm really thankful for this opportunity to just encourage people all around the world. All right. Enjoy the next episode and have an amazing day on purpose. Well, hello, everyone. This is me, Wendy Bob, your lovely host of the Empower to Empower You podcast. I'm so glad that you decided to stop by and listen to this episode. You could be listening to anything right now, but you chose to stop by and hang out with me, and I am honored. For those of you who have been following the podcast since 2020, January 2020 to be exact, thank you so much for your uh, consistency. For those of you who have shared an episode to encourage somebody else, hey, I really thank you for doing that. Just to remind you, those of you who are joining in for the first time, uh, welcome, 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 wherever you're calling or not calling. This is not a talk show. Wherever you're listening from, you are welcome. Uh, Empower to Empower Your Podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, 
and anything to help you become the better version of yourself. And I want that for you. And most importantly, Jesus wants that for you. Listen, I'm excited, y'all, because I have an amazing guest today. Y'all better get ready. Get your notebooks, get your coffee, your tea, your, your sweet tea. You know, in the South, tea is sweet tea. In the islands, tea is hot tea. So whatever tea you want to get, whatever, however it relates to you, you get some tea. All right. And I want to introduce to you um, a lovely, a loving friend and an amazing professional, Emily Anderson. Emily is, oh my gosh, y'all, you're, you're going to, you're about to be blessed by Emily and just refresh. She has such a soft voice, but a powerful spirit. Um, Emily and I have, we met, oh gosh, 20, 2007, 2008, 2000, and something like that, like long time ago at New Villages, and we have, we have uh, she'll, she'll probably share the story, but the Lord has just reconnected us to each other's lives again, and it's beautiful. So a little bit about Emily, she's a licensed advanced practice social worker who, who values peace, purpose, perspective, and passion. Uh, truly, she those values guide her life in every aspect. She's a wife of a Marine Corps veteran and a mom by way of adoption. Emily believes in the promotion of simple, practical, eclectic, and transformative narratives and practices that empower people to live out their God-given purposes. She also is, uh, I'm honored to have her also as a therapist working with me um, with Against All Odds Professional Counseling Services. And she uses an eclectic approach to therapy, uh, narrative work, cognitive behavioral therapy, solution-focused work. We'll share more about who she serves towards the end of this episode so that you can really remember that information. And she's going to share that as well. So you can get in touch with her. Um, she is taking new clients. So I want to just stop for a moment and introduce and welcome Emily Anderson to the podcast. Hey, Emily. Hi, Wendy. How are you? <laughs> I am well. I am well. I'm ecstatic to have you. I'm honored to have you. Uh, same here. Yes, yes. So tell us, I know I just shared a little bit about your bio, but tell us a little bit about you, what I didn't share, and also how you serve currently. Um, as we, I forgot to tell the people the name of our conversation, the power of our narrative is the topic for the podcast. Okay. So um, as you said, I'm Emily Anderson, and just... I don't know. I am a woman on a journey to the heart of God. It's probably the best way to say it. I read a book entitled that when I was a little kid. And that has like just stayed my focus point because I believe that life is a journey. And so I hopefully am on that journey to understanding God's heart more and more each day. Um, as you mentioned, um, some of the things that I am proud of, I'm the wife of a Marine for combat officer, um, veteran. Um, I am privileged to be a mother by way of adoption of an older child. Um, I would say I'm a country girl at heart. So currently working, trying to create my little mini manor, mini farm development. So um, I'm enjoying that and learning a lot of lessons through that. And then just as you mentioned, um, I get to hold therapeutic space with Against All Odds Professional Counseling Services um, for individuals and couples who are really looking for like healing. And it's interesting because 
I consider it to be a call, but it's a call I struggled with a lot of my life. Um, just really understanding and accepting that, holding that space for people is what one of the things I'm supposed to do. So I consider counseling like joining with people in their most intimate prayers. And so it's um, it's something I don't take for granted. Um, yeah, so I guess that's in a nutshell who I am. Yeah, no, thank you for, for sharing that. Like the struggle of accepting the call. I know we've had lots of conversations. I have, I can relate to that. I'm just curious for people who are struggling to walk into, and you may talk about this later on, so feel free to pause, but um, what was it like to finally embrace that and accept that I cannot run from this anymore, that, that this, is, this is the profession, this is the calling, and I need to step into it? It came softly and loudly at the same time. <laughs> so softly meaning there were just different things over time that reinforce, you know, you do a lot of different assessments. You have different people talking to you and, and saying, oh, calling you their counselor when you're, you know, it's not that type of relationship. Um, you wonder why you're so empathetic to other people and, you know, why can't I just not care <laughs> about the why? So I, I would say it softly in that response. And then as you and I know, you know, conversations like with you and even, I think it was a year before um, 2020, when you started the podcast and everything, um, I had felt, you know, I was working from home. I'll, I'll tell this story really quick. I was working from home. Um, doing healthcare management, you know, kind of business operations side of the work or type work. And our internet went out mm. for like two weeks. And um, one, it's like, I have to have internet to work. I live too far to go into, you know, the main office. So I had to find a squat spot for some time. And I started off at one location, but make a long story short, I ended up working and renting a space from a counselor, a LCSW counselor, um, about 30 minutes away, which is pretty close when you live in the country. Mm -hmm. And um, she was talking to me many ways about, you know, why don't you sit in on some sessions? Um, wanting, I guess, seeing that in my heart, but me not really yet ready to answer that call. So it's come full circle, you know, after pandemic, after everything happens, like it's, it's, you know, put everything on the table and do whatever God tells you to do. So. I love it. So let's talk about the topic, the power yeah. of our narrative. Why, why that topic and, and how did you land here? Yeah, so I would say it's developed, been developed over a lifetime. Um, and it continues to evolve. So just a little backdrop. As a child, um, I loved a good, inspiring story. Now, I wasn't a book reader, but I loved like listening to my sister read me books. Um, we had to read in the summer. And we, growing up, were strongly encouraged to read true stories, um, autobiographies, biographies. So I grew up loving to read or hear 
when I wasn't reading, these stories about people who had overcome things that I had no idea about or things that I could relate to. And just hearing, you know, their stories and it was very inspirational. The other thing I noticed from my childhood is just loving to sit and listen to older people talk. Mm. Um, my after church, sometimes my parents would have people over and we would sit around and talk at the dining room table. And, you know, we were kids, so you kind of listened. But it was people from all different types of backgrounds and just experiences. And I liked and enjoyed like hearing their stories. It was something inspiring and something empowering about hearing how life took them and, and how they arrived at where they are. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say, you know, that was something innate or God given. But as it, the other piece, sorry, if, if you can follow these two connections. So a love of stories to inspire and encourage. The other thing I notice is like, I'm a problem solver from an early age. I think one of the earlier pictures of me as a child is working a jigsaw puzzle. And they tell the story of how I would take pieces from people's hand and just put it in. I was really good at working jigsaw puzzles. Oh. And it was before I could talk and read, I was working them. So it, that concept and that love, I don't do it as much right now because I would have no sleep because it's quite addicting to sit there and finish the puzzle and not go to bed till you finish it. But um, sorting through pieces and putting together, you know, that flower and then you say, oh, it's a flower garden. Oh, it's a flower garden in this beautiful scenery of a farmhouse. It was neat to put those pieces together until the bigger picture came to light. Mm -hmm. So those were two, like, I think consistent things I remembered about myself growing up. It came full circle and I guess started to crystallize um, when I was onboarding for a job. I guess, was it 2020 or 2019? Anyway, the the trainer had us do an exercise. She said, I want you to write out your professional mission statement. Why do you get up and come to work every morning? Mm. Okay, that was pretty deep. At that time, I think that was leading me through um, some other just... Um, experiences and I realized you know you can't disconnect who you are created to be from your professional life like everything is tied together with one purpose you have this theme no matter what chapter you're in um and so I think that's when God started helping me realize like it's the simple it's the practical it's the eclectic it's the transformative stories that you've always loved and how it fits into the big picture of God. Wow. The big picture that God has for you. Um, needless to say, I'd also studied narrative therapy. I mean, you you and I both know that's one of the philosophies that we learn about when you're um, going to social work school. And I even did my exit paper um, for my graduate degree on that. And um, I can get into just like components of narrative therapy anyway uh, later on, but it really, the, the concept around a story 
and the power of the story and perspective is something I needed in my life. And sometimes your biggest weakness is also your biggest strength. Mm-hmm. And so you're able to connect that picture and realize how it's helped you mm-hmm. and then hopefully bless others. I love listening to you. Like, I forgot I was on the podcast for a second. <laughs> no, but even, even as you're talking, <laughs> even as you're talking, you have a way of pulling the person into the story and the process of even your own story becoming the story to help people find or navigate their own stories or transforming them. Like, it's just so beautiful how the Lord, it's just so beautiful how the Lord does this. Something that you were exposed to, what we look for is already in front of us. It's, it's uh-huh. a, just take a moment to reflect back to what were we, what, 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 what was, what was in front of us? What were we pulled towards or, or uh-huh. towards or like the fact that you were sitting down as a child listening to stories, full circle as an adult listening to people's stories and helping uh-huh. them do something about their stories, right? Like. Yeah. I think that is so such a beautiful story for sure of just hearing that piece. Yeah. So what what does it mean for the clients that you serve? If if you want to just kind of jump into, you know, what, the clients that you serve and how what are some of the transformation of peace? Of course we have to, you know, respect confidentiality, but the transformative piece of being able to help people either reframe or change or rewrite or 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 navigate their own narratives. Yeah. So the point. Say that again. I'm so sorry. Or see the power of their own narrative. Yeah, that's key. I mean, there is a there's a movie that I remember watching, and she's like going through this heartbreak up and doing a lot of different things, and she's she's befriends this playwright and she's like you have me watching all these movies with these powerful um what i guess heroines is that what you call them or you know you have powerful um actors and storylines and she's like you know she realizes i am the star of my own story and so it, it is transformative. It is powerful when people start, and that's one of the concepts of narrative therapy, externalization, being able to take yourself outside of your situation and kind of reflect back into that and realize that the same way you might draw inspiration and hope and encouragement from, you know, whatever story inspires you, there's so many. You can look at what Helen Keller went through. You can look at stories in the Bible. You can look at something as beautiful and classic as the sound of music and what they had to overcome. And that's based on a true story. And it's to music. And it's like this, your story is just as powerful as that. So narrative is, you know, spoken just kind of back to the basics. Narrative is spoken, written, and mental accounts of the connected events and experiences that we have in our life. And I'm not, again, I'm not gonna sit up here in front like I have this down personally, like it was a struggle. I'm I'm probably a negative person. (laughs) I can see a lot of the different perspectives and I tend to side toward the negative side of my own story. So I've had to learn this. I'm still learning it, it's a lifelong lesson. 
But, um, you know, looking at how things are connected, our events and experience and what we mentally think about it then comes out in what we speak about. And then usually that's what probably what we read about when we open someone's autobiography or biography. So thinking about what is our story? What am I thinking about that then becomes what I speak? And later what someone reads, you may not write that on a piece of paper, but whenever you encounter, whenever I'm sitting with a client in, in therapy, you know, you're, you're kind of reading their experience and there's so much beauty that I think we miss. We miss the things, we miss the beauty of that. On the flip side or on the other side of the coin, I guess you would say is like the practices, you know, it's not just about story. It's what are our habits and behaviors that kind of fit together to make up our life. Mm -hmm. And so going back to what I feel God led me to understand is that it's not just about promoting a story. It's also the practices, the habits, um, the behaviors that become our story and how do we change that? So, um, most of us, I don't think, really go around, most of I say most of us, do not go around narrating our, our life right. like a commentator, you know, like, and she's about to, you know, get married and this, 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 this happened and she just got a phone call from her best friend. But we do that, I think, subconsciously. Yeah. And before we even have words, sometimes our life has been narrated for us. Mm -hmm. So for a particular client who maybe doesn't understand what their story is, it's been narrated for them. You're not going to amount to anything mm -hmm. or the subliminal messages of you're just here, you're, you're existing for my benefit. Yeah. Whether someone intentionally meant to tell you that, you know, that is the language you you kind of develop based on your experiences. So whether it's conscious or subconscious, I think we all develop a story of who we are. And if we don't understand our story, we at least have those behaviors. We have those habits that come out of that. Mm -hmm. So it really is about paying attention. Mm hmm. And realizing that our thoughts, our perspective, our story mm -hmm. drives our practices and habits and behaviors. And then our practices, habits, and behaviors drive our story. You need to send me that diagram, okay? <laughs> okay. But but I, I love that. And I, I'm, I'm also hearing, I'm just hearing, you know, something that I normally, when I'm exploring people's uh, narratives or, or, or there, there's usually for people with the underlying of trauma, there's always an event and there's always a story. And um, I could hear the difference with when they take on other people's perspectives or the subconscious messages as their narrative or the expectations of parents or expectations of other people as their narrative. And so one of the things that I've had to help clients do is give them back their pen mm -hmm. or take your pen back, right? Take your mm -hmm. pen back from them so you can rewrite that, Yeah. right? And so I'm, I'm just kind of hearing that process and how beautiful that is when a client recognizes that I have the power to rewrite 
it doesn't mean I throw away all of my, my story or my narrative because there are some beautiful pieces of, even, even if I've been through really bad, hurtful, painful things, uh-huh. beautiful parts in my story looking back, but how can I take that and still rewrite a new narrative you know, with what I wanted to be moving forward. Yeah. 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 So in, in that process, who, and, 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 and of course, this, this is just a, a question of exploration, but who have you found for people who are listening that maybe are thinking about what kind of therapy that they need? They're hearing so many, there's so many terminology, you know, somebody mm-hmm. is announcing, you know, and not marketing themselves as a hypnotist and, and a, a CBT and you go here for EMDR and you go here for this and that and that, all, all the acronyms, right? Yeah. People who are listening, who is narrative therapy effective for? I want people to reconnect. What am I going through? What am I dealing with? And how, how can this t- type of therapy be beneficial for me? Yeah. So I think there are a lot of um, different things that we experience. So someone who's experienced grief, I think narrative is beneficial. You know, what's the story we have around that grief? Um, Depression, anxiety, any of the thought-driven experiences that we want to change. You know, it's weird because I don't necessarily um, say this for severe attachment um, conditions, but it can help with some attachment issues and some attachment deficits. Um, if, If someone has not truly been able to attach, usually it's related to you know, the meaning assigned behind that. And, and that can interfere with their ability to form and develop and maintain attachments. Of course, trauma. You know, um, I have had a huge privilege of sitting with some clients and friends who have overcome a lot, you know, like being even being in the veteran space. And, you know, you just might see that common. And you can either you see resilience in someone who assigns a different meaning to their experience, a different, um, or just finds the meaning within their experience. Um, And they're able to overcome certain traumatic events. It doesn't mean the symptoms go away per se, but they're able to manage that. And so, you know, those are some of the conditions we usually talk about that narrative therapy can be effective for. Um, but it also can help just if you're, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling lost, um, you know, not losing your, losing yourself. You know, I've been there as well. Like you, you, you have so much going on. You've kind of lost who you are. You need to find your story. Um, I would even say people who deal with, um, something as simple as they are, the quieter type, maybe not as assertive, wants to work on communication, you know, really finding and identifying and getting comfortable with expressing themselves is something that it can be, um, this type of intervention can work for. And as you mentioned, I'm pretty eclectic. So this isn't the only thing. I think it it has to be married with other things. 
sure. but there is such power in that um, concept alone. Yeah, I, I have to do this and I know we're almost out of time, but you know, for people who are listening and I know that somebody hearing your voice um, just from what you just said, like, just from what you've just explained and, and what you've just identified, the goal is to um, drive people to want to work with you, right? And so I'm looking at the first few lines of your, um, for people who are listening, this Emily is also on Psychology, Psychology Today. We'll make sure that those links are in the show notes, but you can just search. It's an online database to search for counselors. You could also go, um, and I'll share this towards the end, but you can go on uh, www.aaopcs.net, but Psychology Today, she has a profile. And the first few sentences I really love, and I just wanted, I wanted to share it out loud. So no matter how you're feeling or what you are going through, there is hope. Your life has purpose and value. You are more than the oppression, more than the depression, more than the anxiety, the trauma, the relational conflict, and all the challenges that you are facing. There is more to your story than meets the eye or even the ears, right? Yeah. If you desire, well, number one, supporting your journey to make peace with wounds and hurts, number two, perspective to find meaning and value, number three, and or skills to help you adopt healthy personal and relational practices, my name is Emily Anderson, and I will be honored to work with you. Like I, like that, that that just basically emphasizes and highlights our whole our whole podcast talk today. Like literally, um, and it invites people to want to do to know what to know what the work is that they're about to do. Right. So, um, thank you for that. So, anything that you can share in terms of how people can work with you how people can get in touch with you um, and any, any, any call to action at this point? That's a powerful question. So especially the call to action, mm-hmm. I would say, first off, for anyone who is struggling with any of those things, I'm not the only person you can work with. I think if anything resonated with you, it means that, Maybe someone does need to come alongside you and support you through a process. Therapy gets sometimes such a bad rap. You know, it's it's supposed to be magic or it it doesn't work. All we do is talk. And it really is about perspective. You know, there's so much more to it, but I guess what we're trying to emphasize today is it really is about perspective, changing your perspective. And then if you're interested, you know, one of my favorite things that we get to do is do, you know, Christ-centered, biblical-based counseling for those who have, um, you know, that faith and belief system. Because the most powerful thing is that Jesus used parables, which were stories, to really guide us and show us, like, the practices that we should live by. And so, you know, I, I would say to anyone who is like, oh, that sounds interesting. Um, just take a chance. You, this, I may not be the right fit, but whenever we have people who call us for um, consultations, we always say, if we can't work with you, we wanna get you connected to someone 
that can because what's needed to change a story is trust. The ability to have a little bit of trust that I can get that help that I need and trust that there's a story there. I also say exhaustion can lead you to to want to find help. You know, I've tried everything. Might as well try that. Then, then try it. Curiosity. You know, if you're just a tad bit curious of can this process really help enhance my life? Because the the thing too about narrative therapy is it places you as the client, as the expert in, in your own life and in your own experience. So we come alongside you with tools and perspective and, and reflection and observation, but you really become that expert. So if you're even curious about your life, your story, how you can improve, how you can improve your wellness, your total wellness, mental health, um, as well as emotional, spiritual, then then give it a try. And then, you know, again, from the spiritual standpoint, um, I think the Holy Spirit may tug on our hearts that, you know, yes, there is hope. There is purpose for your life. And sometimes you have to enter a, form, a more formal relationship in order to, to figure that out. So as Wendy mentioned, um, we are a practice of counselors. She is our amazing seasoned therapist and leader who I have the privilege of learning under and working with. And so at Against All Odds Professional Counseling Services, she gave the website. Um, there's a list of therapists you can work with. I'm one of them. And again, we love holding space for individuals and our couples. Um, if that's something you are interested in. Yes, 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 yes. But yes. even, sorry, really quick, but even if you're not at that place yet, I challenge people to start being more intentional and conscious yeah. about the stories that they're assigning to their life. Right. So even if you're not that place, because I don't want people just to, oh, I don't want therapy and forget it. Right. If you're not at that place, you can yourself start paying attention. Yes. What's your number? Tell them your number. Oh, it's 901-441-9421. Awesome. Emily, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your process, your heart, your expertise on this topic of, of narrative therapy and even just um, just making it very uh, very practical, very relatable that people can hear. It's not so clinical jargony, if I can say it like that, where people are like, what did, did, did they just say? Everybody has a story. Everybody has a story, mm -hmm. everybody. And so I really thank you for just taking time to share. I know literally I wanna spend more time with you on this topic. Um, but if we spend, if we start making a podcast episode, one hour, two hours, three hours, people wouldn't listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It wouldn't be a podcast episode. So y'all, I really want you to get in touch with Emily. Uh, again, 901-441-9421. That takes you directly to her. Um, you could also visit her, look at her profile, connect with her, schedule a consultation with her. 
www.psychologytoday.com. And, or you can go on the main website, www.aaopcs.net. But schedule a consultation. She does work with adults, um, not children right now. So, you know, feel free to just connect with her um, if you just want to have a conversation with her, you know, about something. If you want her to be a a speaker in your event, um, you know, schedule schedule a consultation with her, right? I'm just putting her out there. (laughs) (laughs) but thank you so much for sharing these gems and i cannot wait to to share this and and um any final questions or not questions but any final things thoughts that you have before we end the podcast episode yeah i mean just thank you again for what you do in the ministry empowering people so that they can empower and i will say you know keep tuning in because she embodies this and so i know as i mentioned at the very beginning there's been this um evolution and hesitancy or struggle with the call and so wendy was empowered so that she can empower other counselors and then we are empowered so we can empower other people so um to wendy thank you just for the opportunity to to speak to your audience and then um For anyone who's struggling, like I said, regardless of whether you call, regardless of whether you take this serious at this point of, and not even take it serious, that that sounded wrong. It, It really meant whether this, whether counseling is right for you at this particular time, I would just encourage you to remember that you're not alone. We all have a story. Um, that you are loved by your creator and that there is hope Um, because as long as you're living, as long as you wake up the next day, you have a new chapter or a new page to write. Love it. Love it. Ah! All right, y'all. Well, I'll be back next time with another amazing episode. Um, And I'll I'll be, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this episode. All right. Talk to you soon.